You're listening to the Crowned One Podcast on the Stream Grace Network. All right. Thank you. Welcome, welcome to Crown One Ministries, Crowned One-on-One, our interviews that we do on podcasts. We're so glad you joined us. We just thank you, Jesus, for the opportunity to be here to uh, speak to you, talk to you, and uh, let you know about what's going on in the kingdom. And I've got my beautiful wife, Rebecca, my uh, assistant here, <laughs> keeping me out of trouble, <laughs> keeping me straight. And uh just want to say welcome. We're, we're getting our... Um, podcast back up and running we're doing now uh, audio slash video podcasts and uh, like i say go to crowned one ministries.com or you can go to youtube crown one ministries or sanctuary okay which is our church sanctuary okay.com or streamgrace.com who's our host for these podcasts and you can see all of our interviews with mario marillo lance wall now david barton andrew womack you know john tesh all these wonderful people doing great things in the kingdom so we're just so glad to you know welcome you to join you uh, to join us as we do these things. So today we have a very special guest. Um, we've got Pastor <laughs> Jim Baker, and not that Jim Baker, <laughs> but it, you ever get that? I mean, I'm, I'm sure you got that before, Jim, but you know. Yeah, I, I like to make the distinguish. Uh, it's Jim Baker with one K and no Tammy Faye. <laughs> you know, that's hilarious because we've been telling our congregation and people going to the, con- we'll, we'll talk about the conference later oh, that, yeah. that this is, you know, not that Jim Baker, not the one with Tammy Faye. So yeah, it's, it's endless. It's endless. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, good. Well, so Jim Baker, uh, pastor of Zion Christian fellowship, and that's in Ohio, right? Which, which city in Ohio is that in? Just a little bit North of Columbus in Powell, Ohio. Oh, very good. Very good. Okay. And uh, his wife, Mary, I guess you guys do this together. You've been, uh, how, long you, how long have you been pastor there? Yeah, uh, it'll be 15 years this summer. And so, um, 15 years. So, yeah. So I guess anything that's wrong is our fault now. We can blame <laughs> it on the previous, for the previous administration, right? So right. what's the time length before we can quit yeah. blaming it on someone else? So. Yeah, I think I think we've hit that. It's it's kind of like it's that fuzzy area. It's like when is it gluttony? You know, it's like I think I think when you're hitting the pain threshold, you're probably getting pretty close to gluttony. Yeah, so it's yeah, some of those timelines are a little a little fuzzy. That's funny. That's hilarious. And so uh, you're also an author. You wrote a book about how heaven invades your finances. Is that correct? I did. It is it is the best book on finances that I've ever written. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, absolutely. So, we yeah. that. You know, it's it's. It's a common practice that guests on our podcast send us their books free of charge. So I don't know if anyone lets you know that. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm just, yeah. just kidding. I'm, I'm waiting for that written request in triple pit. Yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll get it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyway, uh, so. I just want we what we what we do is we get people here and we like to for them to talk about what they're doing uh, with their walk with the Lord, also their family, so that people here know what you're doing, so people here can link yeah. arms with you. Uh, and, and very quickly, just so you understand, we we had a, a supernatural experience with the Lord, face to face encounter with the Lord, and He asked us to unify the body, bring the fivefold ministry back into the body. Uh, teach foundation. He said, foundation, foundation, foundation. He said it three times. And he said, don't look for people. I'll send you people. And since, wow. since that happened, it's just been absolutely amazing. And the people that he's been sending, uh, including you, whether you realize that yet or not, you will by the end of the podcast, but, uh, we, we have a lot in common. I mean, we were, we were reading your, your church, what your church is about. And it is like verbatim, the, the wow. vision that we were given. And I was like, man, just if, if this guy only lived in a state that started with an O and had, yeah. a, and had a psychology degree, we'd be twin brothers. Be awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, oh, oh, wait, that is you, you live in Ohio and yeah, you do have a psychology background, don't you? I do. I do. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, did, you tell, did you tell Andrew that? 
I did not. I did not. It never came up. So uh. what's funny? It's the same with me. I've got you know a master's degree, started my PhD in clinical psychology. You know, going through that after I got out of Iraq um, to to work with veterans. You know, suffering from PTSD. Oh wow, that's amazing. So and then you know the Lord had something different in mind. But it, you know, every bit of that has has really helped with what we're doing right now. Yeah, yeah. I was I was pre med and um, ended up going to seminary, did a master's in counseling and a master of divinity. Which I'm like, I haven't even mastered humanity. How can I get a master of divinity? But I, they gave me the degree anyway. So right, yeah. you know, yeah. I think if you pay them enough, they'll give you just about anything. Is that right? Because that's pretty good. Yeah, we, we call that name it and frame it. Yeah, so, there you go. That's good. Yeah. All right. So um, the other things we have in common, you have a son in Karis right now. We do too. Is that correct? I do. What year's your son? Uh, he's. First year again. That's a good story. He's, he's All right. double first year. He's a double first year student. So. Majoring in first year. Yeah, he's a double exactly. major in first year. Yeah. He liked it so much, he's going to do it again. Yeah, it's... Uh, we'll have to get our kids to meet if they yeah. haven't already. My, yeah. my son's the long-haired drummer on the worship team. Oh, oh good. Cool. Well, I, I just oh, yeah. res- so, uh, respect yeah. instantly for that. Yeah, I, was, right. I always wanted to play the drums, and you know, Jeremy hadn't taught me yet. So anyway... Uh, yeah, he definitely got that from his mom. I, they won't even let me cl- do clapping at, at church. It throws everybody off, so I just kind of gently sway. <laughs> so. I'm stuck to, you know, the, the whole hitch thing. You know, hey, you're, you're here. You're not going anywhere yeah, different. Uh, yeah, anyway. Yeah, I just try not to look too white. So, exactly yeah. right. You know what's so funny about that? I used to lead a choir, and all the white people would clap on the offbeat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. We'd have everybody else clapping on beat, and all the white people yeah. are on the offbeat. It was so yeah, funny. Yeah, that's why I don't even clap anymore. Yeah, you know, like, that's, I, that's I too hard. It's we'll too just, much pressure. Everybody just clap double. We'll all just be on the same thing. Yeah, I just know the camera's going to swing on me, and I'm doing some ridiculous clap, and it's going to go viral. I'm like, that'll be what I'm famous for is the... Oh, my God. You know... The awkward chicken clap or something, yeah. So. See, that's what we... Every Sunday, we, we remind everyone that, you know, joy is a fruit of the Spirit. So, you know, yes. if we're not laughing it about is. something, we're doing something Seriousness wrong. is not a fruit of the Spirit. It's so exactly right. Right. I realize that, yeah. Nope. So, uh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, I apologize. I was going to say, you know, our associate pastor here, Darren Hedrick, he, uh, <laughs> he gets excited about these podcasts. You just got to meet him. He's, you know, he's an amazing guy. He got like 60. I'm going to meet him in April, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Got 66 years in prison, thir- wow. 13 felonies, and got saved when he was in county jail. And, you know, somehow, miraculously, they're still trying to figure it out how the judge said, you know what? I think I'm going to let you out after four years. So, uh, <laughs> that's amazing. Just ma- so good. amazing, you know, you know, a wonderful man of God, just loves the Lord. But anyway, he puts together this list. He gave me his list and he goes, hey, here's some here's some similarities that you and Jim have. He goes, and, and one of them, and I, and I kid you not, it says right here, it says you both have wives with biblical names. Ooh, so, yes. So, this guy is detailed oriented. This is amazing. No, that's the thing. He's actually not. It's a, right. Wow. He's, he's, just so he's this. just operating in a word of wisdom. He's, he's, uh, the gifts are right. flowing as he's preparing for this podcast. Uh, exactly. You're not into table tennis by any chance, are you? You know what? When I, when I was a kid, yes, Rebecca played college tennis. I played table tennis, you know, and used to bet candy bars, but yeah, it hadn't been, it's been a while. So, all right. So I used to play as a kid, and I've just always wanted to get good at it. And uh, in the last September, I was like, you know, I'm going to get good at it. So I got a coach. So I get a guy. I get coached once a week. I'm in a league. Uh, I'm in six tournaments a year, and I bought a, a robot for my basement. I play against a ping pong robot every day. Seriously. Oh yeah, yeah. I do. I overdo everything I do. I well, go crazy on it. That is, and so awesome. I just won my first tournament game. 
So I've, I've gotten I've gotten spanked by everybody. They, they love me there. I, I boost everybody's self esteem. I think that's my ministry right now. Right. And uh, so I beat it. But the kid was six years old. That's the guy that I beat. Oh man! So his head was just above the table. And uh, and so I thought I was playing his dad because, you know, you get these brackets and uh, they, they were late. And so I thought, oh, sweet, I'm going to get a win from a forfeit. This will be my first win, you know. And uh, they said, Sean's here. So I went and I shook the, the hand and I said, hey, Sean. And he's like, no, 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 Sean's my son. And it was like the camera panned down to this little baby Asian face. I'm like, are you kidding me? And he put out his fist for a fist bump. It looked like a little lollipop. I'm like, I'm like are you kidding me? And, Oh, it was terrible. And so now this crowd's forming around. And so I lost the first game. My hands are sweating. My face is blotchy. And I'm not trying to win. I'm just trying to not lose. And so everyone's cheering for the kid. So I started hitting it short because his little baby arms couldn't reach it. And they're like booing me. I'm like, are you kidding me? I got to do something. Yeah, I finally got him three games to one, and so we. Uh, <laughs> I got my first W. I'm I'm, I'm counting it as a win. Did, did he start crying? That's what. All my buddies like, hey, I swear I saw me uh, drinking out of a sippy cup in between games. I'm like, you're not even a Christian with that kind of talk. That's Don't just even ugly. say that. Have you beat the That's robot? At least. No, no, no. It's, it's like you know, like a tennis machine. I would just shoots balls at oh, you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do like forehand, backhand, topspin. You could set up different drills for different things and stuff. So okay, well, good. Well, you know, we're coming to to visit you guys in a couple of weeks. I mean, we haven't set a date yet, but you know, you. you I mean, you. Have, you can meet the robot. You yeah. have to show us the name. robot. We have to do. Yeah. We have to do a live on air podcast there or something just with the robot so in the background, just hitting balls. That'd be hilarious. It's funny because you say now you're doing video, and I've been told all my life I got a face for radio. Like, <laughs> yeah. now, we're, now we're doing video, yeah, right? <laughs> It's too, just, so we, I've got a radio background, so it's just it's different for me on video. I just just getting used to it. But, you know, I think people do like to see, you know, who's who's speaking and stuff. So especially with Rebecca, they love watching her. So that's right. She's the eye candy. She's oh, exactly. my the clickbait. Yeah, yeah exactly. We'll, we'll do one in a couple of weeks with our wives. Um, oh, I know yeah. I know that Mary's out of town, your wife. So. That'll be good. Yeah. So she's yeah. I just I was just on a call with her. So, yeah, she's doing a retreat with a couple of the girls from the church. Uh, oh. They got more like the. Uh, raising up kind of emerging prophets at our church and so sweet um, was, so was mary your one o'clock no uh <laughs> let's see no it was, i was with it was with a real estate coach oh. too yeah you know, it was with mary and um oh. another girl on there and so yeah so That's yeah funny. i can't wait to meet her she sounds really oh, she's nice. wonderful she's wonderful she yeah uh, she she's got an easy laugh and uh she's just wonderful so That's she awesome. makes me call it my fun injector she just makes everything my life more fun so that's awesome well i I love these first interviews because we kind of get to know each other we get some background and this is you know i really find that people really like knowing this stuff you know what i mean we can uh give them give them teachings and sermons and do all that stuff all day long but if they don't know anything about you it's it's a little harder sometimes to uh i'm afraid they're gonna wonder if i'm even saved with the stuff we've talked about so far (laughs) so it's like uh, i am i love jesus yeah Oh, right. I, you know, I love it. We always talk about this. You know, we're not hypocrites. You know, we don't, right. you know, we're not people that go out and say, hey, listen, it's not okay to have fun and it's not okay to laugh and it's not okay to, to, to play table tennis or something like that, you know, or, or beat small Asian kids, whatever. <laughs> but, you know, it's just one of those things where you. Hey, this generation, they need to learn. All right. They and learn so, their place. Exactly right. That's right. I was hoping you weren't going to say you were aiming for his forehead because that's all you could see, you know, sticking up. Yeah. His forehead. <laughs> Little forehead. Anyway. But, oh, it's. It was cute. So yeah. I, I, I've heard you not listen to, you know, I, 
we were just getting to know each other. I just heard a few things. Andrew, you know, we talked to Andrew. We got, who would you like oh, to come yeah. to the conference? By the way, we have a conference coming. I would like coming. to know what Andrew says about me. I, that, that would be interesting. I, so. I, will, <laughs> I will be completely honest with you about that. So we called him, and he goes, I would get Jim Baker to do it. He's going to, you know, he's he's a funny guy. You know, it, it was really good because what he said is he goes, it wouldn't just be some guy that just comes in and speaks. It's some guy that will actually come in and minister to you. So well, that uh, means a lot. Yeah. yeah, and to us in our church, you know, we started with three people in our living room, and then now we've got a couple of storefronts. I mean, we're not, you know, we're not a mega church. You know what I mean? We have, you know, yeah. we're just doing exactly what the Lord asks, and it's growing. Um, but you know, we, I, I really saw what you were doing with your church, and we read about your church. We watched some things from your church, and we really liked that. And honestly, we were talking about that's a good that's a good template for us, a good, you know what I mean, whatever the Lord's asked us to do, but we have to fill in those cracks with knowledge, you know. So, uh, you know, I, I, I think this is a good fit, so we'll see. I look forward to meeting you guys. I think we'll have a good time. Very I think, well. uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, we can talk about the details later. Absolutely. But yeah, I think, uh, Absolutely. I do have to ask you, I do have to ask you, I've heard you call yourself an intergalactic apostle. So can you explain okay. that? So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Let's just put that in context. So, that? you know, so it's so funny because, you know, when they introduce you at a place, it's all the things you wrote about yourself. Right. Yeah. Right. And so it's exactly. like you're, you're sitting there so humble as they're like, Jim's an amazing right. this and that. And, you know, he's right. a revelatory teacher. Well, I wrote that about myself. Exactly. <laughs> right. You know, and so, you know, but you're pretending like they're not. It's, oh, yes. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, they give me some <laughs> Embarrassing introduction. I was uh, doing the Karis Chapel, uh, you know, whatever, a couple of weeks ago. And um, and they said all these nice things. And I think I got up there and I said, hey, I think you forgot to mention intergalactic apostle. You know, yeah. it's kind of like the joke, you know, because <laughs> everything else was like all these superlatives, you know. And right. so I, I think you left one off, you know, so. Yeah, I, I'm just trying to reach a pistol level, you know, so right. like, I don't know, apostle, I don't even know, but I'm, if I can just be, an, you know. <laughs> It's just a vowel, really. That's yeah. all you need. It is. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it could be a typo in the Greek, you know, those those manuscripts. Yeah. Who knows? So, Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> You're on scrolls. So what do you think? And, and I do like to ask just random oddball questions just because we like to, you know, talk and have, have just realism. You know what I mean? Not some, you know, sure. stock canned questions. Or yeah, this anything, is but... as unscripted as I've ever been. Oh, yes. isn't that awesome? Though? There's freedom. You know? Freedom. If I had, no, have, I'm having fun. Half I'm having my fun. face could be blue right now. I'd be going, you know, freedom. Anyway, That's right. so... <laughs> What, um, let me ask you this. What's one of the most significant things you've learned since starting your church? Oh, man. Well, there's probably some things that are negative that you learn, and there's some, uh, some you know, so I, I'll just start with a negative one. It's just, it's really sad, but I, I had a, fresh, a, Chris, a friend who said he's going to write a book called Why Are Christians So Mean? And I think that, I, I, um, yeah, and I think that the the thing that I thought is if people went to church, that they're becoming more like Jesus. And so it's not necessarily true. Just just you being in an environment doesn't necessarily get on the inside of you. True. And so I'm seeing that for discipleship to take place, you know, which is the whole goal, right? It's it's, it's the Great Commission, and so it's not you know church attendance. And so I, I think that seeing that you know to make the tree right, the fruit will be right. And I think that um, some of the environments I grew up in, or maybe the way that I interpreted them was more about behavior management, or maybe even call it sin management, right? It's like, don't do the bad things, you know, try to do more of the good things. So the scales are balanced. And, um, and so, you know, I, I think just, you know, like really looking at how do people actually change, you know? And so, um, 
you know, our people, and I think what we've really realized is if they've got, they've got to self feed, you know, if, if they're only eating once a week. And so, mm-hmm. you know, so we started a school and ministry to really help people learn how to, like we have a whole quarter on how do you read the Bible supernatural? Another one, how do you hear God? And so when I teach, I like to teach people into an encounter or into some type of activation where they get to practice. And so I just, so I think, um, I thought just preaching awesome sermons would change people's lives. And so you know, after seven or eight years of pastoring, um, it didn't. Right. And I'll, I'll tell you that the pop quiz of COVID was a real uh, surprise mm-hmm. that, wow, people lost their minds. Like right. they, they were, I'm like, the things they were posting online were yeah. so mean both ways. Yeah. You know, it was That's like, true. right. You know, and I'm reading Titus and he's like, be compassionate and humble at all times. I'm like, boy, that would change the way you, if you just read that verse right yeah, before, you hit, before you hit post, you know. Try that. And so I think it was just really humbling to see, you know, that uh, teaching has an effect. But I think it's that that life on life. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I'm, I'm, you're catching me on a weird moment here. But I think yeah. that teaching alone uh, doesn't do as much as I thought it did. I think sure, it creates sure. the atmosphere. It can renew your mind. But those people, you've got to take the meal that you're serving and they've got to digest it and use it for strength to go kill their own meals, right? And so that, that, that food's got to become strength. And so, sure. you know, so we're trying to, you know, trying to get a little more intentional about that. And so we've kind of looked at, okay, like, I, and this is a terrible question. This I, I, don't, I don't think I've ever asked it publicly, but here we are, is, you know, how would you know a disciple of Jesus if they came up and bit you on the butt? You know, like, sure. like obviously, <laughs> obviously a disciple would never do that. But um, you know, nice. so that, I guess that would be the first clue that they're not one if they're biting people's <laughs> bottoms. But um, and so so we've really looked at kind of five key areas, you know, and so then we best friends with Jesus, you know. And so, boy, that's I think our church probably is known for freedom of worship and probably for the miracles. Mm-hmm. That, um, but the, the the engine under the shiny paint of those other things is we're just in love with Jesus. Amen. And I think the best compliment we ever get at our church is we've never been to a church that talks about Jesus so much. And it's not like we're at staff meeting like, oh, man, I, there was only six mentions of Jesus. You know, we need to we need to up it. It's just we really are fascinated by him. We realize there's a there's a verse in um, Psalm 23, 4 in the Passion Translation. It says, he is my delicious feast. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. man, I could live on that one for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And so there's, yeah, there's best friends with Jesus. And so... You know, I feel like the job of the Sunday morning is to pour salt on people's tongues so that they will thirst for the things of God. Mm-hmm. You know, hungry people will do things that satisfied people won't. And so we're 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 uh, we're kind of giving them that vision for the kingdom of God, you know, so that they're like they're desiring. It's it's the pearl of great price. I feel like, that, you know, it's you know, it's when they realize, man, there's nothing better than this pearl. It's this is the treasure in a field. That's the heart condition of someone who's ready to become a disciple. So I feel like our part is to create that environment where uh, we're arousing their sweet tooth for the things of God rather than the eat your vegetables approach. Right. So best friends with Jesus, naturally supernatural. We get to do the things Jesus did. <clears throat> and uh, so I'm not even gonna worry about the greater works. So if we get to do the same works, you know, I, I tease my church sometimes. I'm like, listen, guys, we have reached Nazareth level of miracles. Remember, Jesus could not do many mighty miracles because of their unbelief, except to lay his hands on a few sick people. I'm like, we're there. Right. We're at Nazareth level. Right. Laying our hands on a few sick people. And so, um, I, I mean, I'm teasing, but, you know, we get to heal the sick, raise the dead. We've had over a dozen dead raisings by people in our church. No one at the church has died during a service. We don't have like an Ananias and Sapphira ministry. I'm super thankful about that. Yeah. You know, people dying in the middle of services sure, right. are exaggerating. Um, 
heal the sick, raise the dead, uh, hearing God, prophesying, you know, all, all the good stuff. So, uh, uh, best friend of Jesus, naturally supernatural, debt-free and outrageously generous. You know, I, I think that's part of uh, what we get to have as believers. I don't believe there's a prosperity gospel, but the gospel of the kingdom includes prosperity. And so my definition of prosperity is you have more than enough resources to fulfill every divine assignment God has for you and enough left over to help others fulfill theirs. It's about having the provision for your vision Amen. and enough to be generous. It's not Amen. about every Christian being a gazillionaire. Um, uh, uh, have a healthy kingdom family <clears throat> and discover, develop, and deploy your destiny. And so everything we do is, uh, is is getting more and more clarity about those five key areas. And so you've got, so if we can create the vision and the hunger, now we need to, we're, we're trying to come up with how do we help them uh if you look at transformation, let's picture vision, intention, and means. So if we can create the vision and the hunger through the experience of the presence of God, the teaching, the testimonies, the the love of the community, it's it's making them desire that. How do we help them become intentional to arrange and rearrange their life around that one thing, which is drawing close to Jesus, seeking sure. first his kingdom, and then provide the means. The means, I feel like most people start with the means. It's, you know, read your Bible, pray. Well, that's like saying, how do I become an Olympic skater? Um, you know, you know, you got to stretch out. You got to lift weights. No, no, no. You need a vision of that a gold medal. And then you're going to arrange yes. and, and then you have the intention. So that vision gives you the fuel. Then you have the intention to arrange and rearrange your life around that dream. So you're going to move to Colorado Springs and train at a higher altitude level. You're going to get a strength coach. You're going to get a, a meal coach. You're going to. And then the means are setting your alarm and practicing your triple toe loops and, and, a, ping, and so, yes, a ping pong robot. Yes. Yeah. I ping pong. Robot. Well, it is. It, it the is. vision is to get, yeah, it is to um, it become ranked. Uh, there's, there's a ranking system like in chess and ping pong. And so uh, the lower the ranking, the worse you are, the higher, you know, so like a 2,500 would be like a professional level. So my goal is to be ranked a thousand uh, by the end of the year. Mm. Um, so I'm currently <clears throat> At 167. And so, um, <laughs> which is like, which you sounds, know, which sounds awesome if you don't explain it. <laughs> it does. It right. does. Yeah, I'm ranked 167 right, you right. Know, out of a gazillion. Yeah. And so, um, on your way. I'm on my way. Yeah. I, I'm just happy to be in triple digits. You know, <laughs> basically, to get triple digits, you got to be able to hold the paddle uh, without dropping it, I think, basically. So, anyway, so anyway, so I think that was a surprising thing in the church is that teaching alone wasn't enough. And when Jesus gave the Great Commission, he said, he didn't say, he said, go and make disciples. How do you make disciples? He told you, he's, it's that heart condition of bringing them to the point where they see that it's the pearl of great price. It's the, uh, uh, it's the, it's the treasure in a field. And the, those, are the, those are the people who are, so go and make disciples. He says, immerse them in the reality of the Trinity. A lot of people think baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit is a formula you pronounce over them as you're dunking them in the water. But um, the, the verb tense there, it's, it's more of immersing them in the reality of the Trinity. So I think that when people experience the presence of God, the reality of Jesus, they're hearing about those testimonies, well, the love of the community, we're, uh, we're immersing them in the reality of the Trinity. And then he says, Amen. teach them to obey. And so uh, in, the, in the kingdom, you make the tree right and the fruit will be right. And so we're teaching them how to become the kind of people who easily and naturally embody the kingdom, not do it out of willpower. And sure. so that's well, super good. That's a long great. answer to, to a short question. No, 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 that's great. That's exactly what we wanted to hear. So, uh, well, real quick, what's the website uh, of your church? So if people want to go there and check your, you guys out what you're doing there, what's, what's the website? Yeah, zionequip.com. So Z-I-O-N, Zion, equip, E-Q-U-I-P.com. I didn't come up with the name, but it, uh, I, you know, our building looks super weird. It looks like a cross between a mausoleum and the White House. And so when people pull nice. up, 
it's like, what is this? Like, is this even a Christian? Like, they think it's like Jewish, or they think it's something else, <laughs> or a haunted so, house. It, yeah, haunted house. Yeah, basically. And so, yeah, so you got the name. So you got a weird looking building. You got the name Zion, which is it's kind of weird, you know. I mean, I know it was like the kind of like the Promised Land and the Matrix. I mean, that's kind of cool, but um. But it's, it's kind of different, you know, and so uh, but now I recognize it's, it's where the people of God met the presence of God in the Old Testament. So I'm like, all right, I'll take it. That so. works. That's awesome. That That's really right. good. So uh, where would you fly in? Like, or, look, we come visit. We going, we're, are we coming to Columbus? CMH. Yeah. Columbus, uh, Port Columbus Airport. And so uh, our house is about 25 minutes from the um, from the airport. And so we're empty nesters. Come oh, on in. Woo, we are, too. We, you know, just we were marry just marry me and the robot. We so. were just. <laughs> 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 which if that robot becomes self-aware I, I we're was all gonna say problem. right if you hear a voice speaking to you as you, you know would you yeah, like we, to play a game you know. what happens when skynet becomes self-aware so yeah <laughs> right so with five minutes left let's talk a little bit about the conference so we have our uh, it'll be our third encounter okc which we're having uh, of course i love that name that's a great name for a conference uh, oh yeah absolutely because that's what we want we want people to have an encounter with the lord yeah. and in and typically we have five-fold ministry conference which means all five offices are represented in those so this year's a little different uh we had some people that you know had other things to do so uh and, and we, were, we were actually you know we like that we want to change it up yeah. so and that's yeah. when you know we got with andrew to pray about it and just kind of talk about who we were going to bring in he, you know you were the first one he mentioned he said he goes i'd bring oh, in yeah so yeah he, very cool just, you know i listen to andrew every day for 10 years and so um yeah so he's he's my hero i consider him a mentor and uh so yeah so i just huge andrew fan Good. and the first time i preached in front of him i was nervous because i'm like i don't know if i have anything original to say i like <laughs> i'm like is this me or andrew you know? exactly you know that's what uh, i remember the first time we spoke in front of him you know because andrew's her uncle right so uh it's a little bit it added a little more pressure in my opinion you know because you know it'd be hard for him to take you aside at the end in the green room and go he goes well you're doing it. I, I really don't understand what you're talking about, but you know that would be hard. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I, so I've got to know him. He knows. You know, we we joke around with each other, but um, I uh, I told him one time, I'm like, yeah, I can't wait to preach about the Nephilim. Yeah. He, oh, oh, oh yeah, Bobby and he smiled. Andy. You know, he's like, okay, all right. So I got him for like half a second. You know, but uh, <laughs> well, do you, do you know Bobby Andian? You know who he is? I do. He's wonderful. Okay, yeah. So we have him on here quite a bit, and we get going. I'll ask him questions like, okay, oh. so can you tell me about the pre-Adamic race? And can you explain to me how that really, and we get him going on that. And it's just the funniest thing. It is the awesome. book of revelation. What is the name of God that no one can know? You know, it's like, oh, <laughs> if anyone would know, it would be Bob though. Yeah. yeah he's amazing. Yeah, yeah. He really is. I have his jump drive. What has like his like, oh, yes. decades worth of sermons and stuff like that. Yes. And so I, I love that. I love him. Yeah. We do yeah he's right down the road from us. So we always try to grab him whenever we can. It's just, you know, and our whole, our whole vision is what the Lord asked us to do because I want the, I want unity in the body. So we're trying to just unite people. You know, there's 900 churches on 900 corner doing 900 different things. And, you know, to me, there's, there's something wrong with that. We're missing something. If, if can you imagine the, the strength and the power we'd have if we mm-hmm. all just linked armed and just focused on Jesus and, and what he's done. And so that's yeah. what we're kind of trying to do. And, you know, um, it's, it's, it's just good stuff. So the, so the encounter this year is April 27th through the 29th, 2023. And I understand that so Thursday, will, Friday, Saturday, Thursday, mm-hmm. Friday, Saturday. So, yep. you, you know, uh, we'll have Thursday evening, uh, we'll have, you know, praise and worship and then Andrew will speak. And then Friday, uh, that's when we'll all have a, you know, we'll all speak at that point. Uh, Marcus and Sharon Wick, who's our co-hosts uh, with us on that. And uh, he operates in the prophetic. 
Awesome. Um, and do you know John and Susan Donnelly? I do. I really like him. Uh, I, I wish I could talk like that. They, like that oh. accent just makes everything. Like he could read the phone book. You'd be like, oh, it's so good. That's yeah. Awesome. That's, that's, so yeah. Good. that's yeah. just awesome. They are great people. They're they super great They're friends wonderful. of ours. Yeah. yeah. They're mentors of ours, too. Yeah. Which they have really. He's profound, man. He's got a lot in him. He, he has a lot in he him. Just, once he gets rolling, yeah, I really like them as a couple. They're great. Oh, they're awesome. We just love them. And then, yeah. you know, we can't wait to just all hang out together. And then Friday Friday evening, we'll all have a speaker's uh, dinner. We're all just the speakers all together. And we'll do that. And then Saturday, we'll end at about noon. We got two minutes left here. So uh, the encounterokc.com. Uh, we're trying to see how many people from Ohio is going to show up. We had 38 states represented last year. So wow, that's yeah. incredible. Yeah. Awesome. You guys. You know, we're just letting the Lord do what he's asked us to do. So uh, we, we listen, we are so thankful to have this connection with you. And we know that we, we instantly felt from the beginning, like there was something more to this. And so that's why we'd like to just, you know, just hang out a little bit, a couple of days and get to know you guys. And then have you come up here maybe and minister at our church. Well, April's a good month if you guys, uh, I mean, we're talking personal, but if you wanted to hang out, it's, uh, yeah, I'm not traveling anything except your church. And so that'd be, if you guys want to do something, that'd be probably awesome. a good month. Well, that sounds good. Well, um, listen, once again, thank you so much for your time. I know you're busy. Uh, thanks for having me. You guys uh, are delightful. Well, our, our next one, you know, we'll do one more if you wouldn't mind before the encounter and we'll have uh, Mary join us so we can all get on there and yes. uh, we could sit that'll back and listen to it for all of us. Yeah, that'll be good. <laughs> That's sweet. All right. So uh, once again, thank you for joining us for our podcast today. What we'd like for you guys to do is go to streamgrace.com or you can go to crownoneministries.com or sanctuaryok.com, which is our church. And also go to Zion Christian Fellowship. Just go and check them out. Google him. He's got some really good teachings. So listen, we love you. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for joining us. Like I say, Join us every week for our podcast, streamgrace.com. God bless. See you then.